good time of the day. <laughs> we are Melody and Foreman. Whenever you're listening to this from Hot Country 103.5 and on this podcast. We're here to entertain you. When figure out what is the left lane for on a multi-lane highway. We are not here to ask you to add us on Facebook. But you can be Melody's friend. She's Melody Rose. Be her friend. Yep. <laughs> We also apologize to a Tim Hortons in Ontario and get a Bieber taste test from Sherry at Tim's in Porter's Lake. We uh, finally get to the bottom of how you pronounce Myers Grant. Myers Grant. Myers Grant. Plus we hear your bangers and... The four days when your baby box is uh, (laughs) sabotaged. We get into that for a lot longer than you'd think. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) Melody and Foreman. This is a million dollar idea. (laughs) Want to invest? On Hot Country 103.5. Melody, you were out of the room earlier. We got a good call. We got a great call. Oh. From, uh, well, who's this? Oh, hi. Um, I'm Jared. I just called you guys to say, like, I love you guys. (laughs) You guys are awesome. (laughs) Thanks, Jared. I was just listening to one of your guys' commercials, and and, uh, I think Melody was like, Talking about Popeyes and how uh, she was stunned, and uh, like you guys are very unfiltered, and I love it, and uh, it's very, it's really nice. Melody Informant. How dangerous is it that the Popeyes is right around the corner from you? Depends how stoned I am. Yeah, very unfiltered, that's for sure. <laughs> well, it's, it's nice to speak to you, Foreman. I listen to you guys every morning, and honestly, I talked to you guys the other day with a coworker, and he was like, "Yeah, I listen to them too," and it's awesome. No you guys, way. You guys are cool. Where do you guys work? Uh, we do pest control. We work for a company called BBD Pest Services. BBD Pest Control Services, number one for pest control in Halifax. I would say so. Yes. <laughs> Good. Well, definitely giving you a shout out. That's awesome. Uh, you're the man. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'll take that. To <laughs> you, heart. you are the man, and we are unfiltered. And Jared knows not of what he speaks. <laughs> like you guys are very unfiltered, and I love it. And uh, it's very, it's really nice. <laughs> The funny thing about him calling is that he called while I was in the middle of dealing with this issue. Yes. So, th- so this happened. I, so we have these leather seats, okay? And and leather seats, any woman knows when you're sitting on a leather seat and you're in a dress or you're in a skirt, you just get really, really, really sweaty. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking like, God, I'm so sweaty. I am so sweaty. It wasn't sweat. Ah. And I thought, Houston, we have a problem here because I am not due to start yet. Okay, this is an issue. So I look in my bag, knowing full well that there are no tampons in my bag because my box of tampons is on the living room floor because I have a toddler who is obsessed with tampons. (laughs) Are they toys? They are. She calls them tamps. She loves them because one time she saw me using one. Oh, boy. And so now whenever she sees them, she asks, Mommy, can you open your fashima for me? Oh, boy. And she just likes to take them. She takes them apart. She dips them in half-drink cups. So, like, cups all over the house. You you, you might find a tamp oh, in it. Okay. I checked that's, my car. That's really, I mean, that's you should put that sign on the door. Because if any guests come over, they're going to wonder, what happens in this house? <laughs> yes, yes, hide your tampons. <laughs> Have a toddler, hide your tampons. It's not like she's building a little house with them or, you know. <laughs> Don't give her ideas. <laughs> I checked my car knowing there's definitely none in there because our circle of trust shamed me into cleaning my car. So now I don't have 
random tamps all over my car. Nobody shamed you into cleaning oh, your you car. you all shamed me into cleaning my car. <laughs> we just showed pictures of your filthy, disgusting car with all of your belongings in it. Yeah, including all the tamps that I could have used. I also didn't have a change of clothes in my car because I finally remembered to take away the lobster fishing pants that I'd that right. I'd thrown on the ground. Could have put those back on. I would have. <laughs> it would have been better. I went to ask Amy from our sister station, Surge. Uh, I said, Amy, I have an emergency. Can I you borrow you for a moment and I took her outside to be discreet because there are men on that station. Oh, are you, are you deciding to be discreet now? Well, yes, I, I have some boundaries for men. But of course, our walls are so thin, they all heard it anyway. So then when Amy went back in the room, the guys are just kind of like looking around like... Like me right now? Like you right now. So I had no choice but to run to the store to get them because I had nothing. I had nothing and I had a problem. Well, good thing there's a lot next door, so... Well, you'd think so. Uh, Oh, but how early does it open? 9 a.m. Oh, no. Mind you, time and gravity are not on my side in this situation. So Lawton's closed until 9. So then I had to go to the closest convenience store. Gas station? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm driving down Gordon Street. I see a shopper's, but I don't know if they're open. I can't risk it. So I go to the SO on on Main Street. Yeah. (laughs) And I run inside. I grab what I need. I go to the checkout. And I'm behind two of the most stoned people I've ever seen. Really? It's 8 in the morning on a Wednesday. Like, what are you guys doing? They're standing there debating candy choices, and I wanted to yell, excuse me, I'm bleeding over here. Yeah, but no, I just had to die on the inside while I waited. I rushed back, I fixed the situation, had to take my underwear off. All right. So I did the rest of my workday in a dress without underwear, feeling like Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct whenever I moved. I told him you wouldn't want to hide. I have nothing to hide. And of course, there are many calls and many texts to get to. So uh, thank you for calling, Jessica. (laughs) Where do you stand on this? I only wish I could. And I've never had that that problem. I'm transgender, male to female. And I just wish I, I could have a period. So I understand. I don't know if you wish you were in that exact same situation necessarily, <laughs> but well, you got you to realize that in my shoes or other girls in my shoes, we want to be one hundred percent like a woman. Yeah. So, no, I do understand so experience, that. Experience everything and anything. So yeah. yeah. Thank you for calling about that because that's. I never would have thought about that, and I never would have thought about the fact that, of course, we have so many listeners that have that experience and perspective. Yes. And what about you, Jen? Uh, uh, by the way, new Facebook friend of Melody's. Hey, Facebook bestie. <laughs> yeah, add Melody Rose on Facebook. She's begging you to do oh so. Oh, my gosh, I am not, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, well, you shouldn't be embarrassed. Right? I'm not even embarrassed. No, you shouldn't be. It happened to all of us. It's happened to every woman at some point. It took me 38 years to happen to me. But, like, we're getting texts from other people, uh, like Danielle, who said her niece is 13 and uh, got her crimson tied early, bled through her pants at school, and a boy in her class gave her his shirt to tie around his waist. Yeah, his mother's doing something right. Well, that's great. But I just, if I did that here, I don't have a shirt. (laughs) Well, no, that's true. She probably wouldn't want your shirt anyway. That'd be weird to sit and stare at you. Looking at it now, I don't want it. And and if I went to the store also, then there wouldn't be a radio show on the air. I was holding down the fort. Pretty sure I am able to hold down the fort, too, as we all heard for two weeks when we learned what was in Foreman's pantry. Yes. don't even. But you wouldn't have learned what was in that pantry without Foreman being in it. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was more just, I thought, you know, his reaction was that it's like, well, how can we even talk about that? It's like, we literally talk about poo, <laughs> pee, fart noises. We talked about a 90-something-year-old woman with an outrageously high sex drive. <laughs> All those things were okay, but no, 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 not this one thing I'm... that mankind literally needs to survive. Yeah, we should talk about it all the time. I say we, we do every single break now about, about <laughs> going Explain forward. how things work to everybody so they're comfortable <laughs> after that. Well, you guys will continue. You can at any time have a lovely Facebook friend conversation about it. <laughs> well, we are now, you know. Yep, yeah, we so are. We aren't, and maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I did tell you, you maybe not want to be friends with me. I am a little out there. If that's, I mean, <laughs> depends how, how broad the subject matter is that you post about. <laughs> well... I can talk about just about anything if I'm put in the right position. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, Jen. Um, you know who we should actually call, too, is the Surge 105 Morning Show. Our sister show that I had to go visit to ask for some things. Yes. Okay. Hi, good morning, Surge. Hi, good morning, Hot Country. Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> well, we want to know how you and Jeff feel about um, Melody yesterday. Oh, we love Melody every day. Aw, you see? Already deflecting what you know the question is really about. <laughs> the the fact that Foreman, who has two sisters, a mother, a wife, and two daughters, is so squeamish about Mother Nature's effect on me yesterday, I just says, I, I feel like speaks to him as a character. There is nothing I want to know less about my mom and my sisters than that. <laughs> Because you guys, uh, Jeff and Sully, you guys, you guys reacted like real men. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Hey, did you know uh, last night I watched uh, the new Adam Sandler movie? It was really good. Are you See, that's what real guys do. They do. Conversation. <laughs> so, Melody, it's funny because you were like, "Oh my God, Jeff wasn't squeamish at all." Like, I totally blocked you out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Foreman, just think of it like this: every time you eat an egg. Oh, what? Uh, wow. So that's what it's like on your show, eh? <laughs> Zena texted us. Zena? I know a girl named Zena Rice-A-Roni, and she's as skinny as a stick of macaroni. Yep, that's Zena. <laughs> Worth the setup. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I can seriously almost see the shade of red that Foreman's changing into. Yeah, it is. That's, that's correct. Shade of red, pun intended, by the way. Oh. Uh, and Jennifer Thompson texted us. <laughs> she, she said, this is why I don't listen to a podcast in the morning. I listen to you guys, because otherwise I would miss Shark Week convo. <laughs> Accurate. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Jade, for calling 902-425-1035. You have some advice. Uh, well, yeah, honestly, it's unfortunately the first time that Mother Nature decided to come visit me in middle school. I had no idea what was happening. I literally thought I was dying. And I said, God, and I went to my friends and I said, guys, what do I do? And they said, just go up to the teacher, who was a male at the time, and said, just go up to him and say, what's going on? And I did, and it was the first time that I ever saw a male get, like, squeamish and kind of <laughs> awkward and fluttered. And I went, oh, can I use this as a weapon for the rest <gasps> of my life? <laughs> Why was uh, I thinking of it that way? Oh. <laughs> I almost think of it as, like, 
a weapon and say, listen, would you rather me sit here and not deal with it? Or would you rather me go and, you know, deal with it on my own and you not have to be in this situation right now? Yeah, no, I have to. You do whatever you need to do. (laughs) (laughs) Blushing. He's blushing. So before we go today here, um, thank you for calling, Lou. Um, What's up? Not too much. I just thought I would chime in on the uh, conversation they're having earlier about uh, women's monthly uh, occurrences. Ah, yes. Okay. Our monthly frenemies. Uh-huh. Just coming from like a male's point of view, um, I think like guys should like normalize this. Like, I don't know why we're so scared about it. I think it's kind of silly. Like, like when I got a girlfriend, I actually went and like learned about it um, just to kind of understand better because I was something that I never will understand. Like, it's crazy. Like, the universe, like, swells three times the amount, the size. And if, like, any other organ did that in the body, like, it would explode. So it's like, yeah, they get, like, terrible pains, like, and cramps. You and then, like, see. also, too, the reason why they have cravings is because, like, they lose so much new, like, you know, nutrition, like, value and stuff that they need during that time. So... I think it's important to learn about. It is. And it's very impressive. You should see what our cervix can do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know why guys, like, get so squirmish. Like, you know, guys are here talking about, like, how they have, like, big poops and stuff. But, like, a little, like, blood and you. stuff and, like, monthly cycle, like, scares them. Foreman has a whole page of fart sound effects. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Thank it's you. like, what are, what are they scared about? It's Lou taking us back to grade five health class again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Like, I just don't see why it's so bad. And I think, like, guys should just learn about it, especially because it's like, you know, almost a quarter of, like, a woman's, like, you know, life every month. <laughs> I you know? know. You don't I have know. to tell Melody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would like the record to show, though, while you are giving the grade five health presentation, Melody and I sit, are sitting here snickering to each other like we are grade five. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's no secret we're very immature. Notes are getting passed. <laughs> Pictures are being drawn. I mean, if anyone ever says ball or sack, I still laugh quite hard, no matter what the content is. I, so, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I might never go away. There's a reason I don't live in Sackville. I just couldn't. <laughs> and to have the audacity to to name multiple upper and lower Sackvilles? Come on, guys. Yeah. Don't even get us started on all the beavers. <laughs> yeah, right next to Beaver Bank, right? Uh. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right, well, I do love your show, and and thanks for having me on. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We got a lot more out of this than you did, trust us. (laughs) Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. Going cruising again every Friday night aboard the Harbor Queen starting next Friday. Oh, the best party. And uh, we happen to have a celebrity guest here with us right now. It's 8.32, rainy and cloudy and, and foggy and whatever all day today. So, yes. you know, get this out of your mind because Friday night going to be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Next Friday it starts with Ambassadors. And is this, is this Dylan? Hi, how are you? <laughs> well, let's go, girls. <laughs> Let's go, girls. What can I say? <laughs> How are you doing? 
feeling great today. <laughs> Not as great as I was that night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the next morning you weren't feeling that great. Uh, no, and I think my girlfriend can attest to that. So, <laughs> <laughs> this we took this video of you on our Hot in the Harbor Friday night cruise last July something 2021. Mm-hmm. You were having a great time. We encourage everybody to go watch it over and over and over again because Lord knows we have. It's on our Facebook right now. If you yeah. go on, it's the most recent thing. And now we posted it again because the cruises are back and you found a new new lease on your fame, Dylan. Listen, I mean, I keep getting messages that it keeps popping up everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get away from it, no matter how hard I try. I just, I clearly remember, and I know you don't, but I clearly remember... While that song was playing, you were singing along better than any other woman on that cruise. Mm-hmm. So I knew I had to walk around the crowd and record and stay away from you until that line hit and then immediately zoomed on your face and you nailed it. Listen, I was just trying to make my mother proud, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and is she? She's very, very proud. <laughs> of course she is. You're Hallie Famous now. Somehow this always works for Hot Country listeners. Everything that we share about them uh, like gets spread around and everybody sees it, but it doesn't seem to work for you and I, Foreman. Yet. 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 Yes. Yes. We just need more more Dylan O'Briens to make us famous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think I'm pretty one of a kind. So You are. And, and will you be gracing us with your presence again this summer? Multiple times. I can guarantee you that. That's okay. amazing. Because well, you, want- you, you sent us a message, right? What did you write us? I was just saying that I think I needed... Uh, I kind of love the cruise, and that maybe uh, I wouldn't mind a little compensation for a promotional <laughs> video. <laughs> I had a great time. I want to be compensated for it. I see, yes. Uh, yes. Uh. Karen, move there, Dylan. But I don't blame you. And- no. Uh, we don't. We're not in control of that, but we will advocate for that. <laughs> Listen. Either way, I'll be joining you guys multiple times. Excellent. Oh, well, if you want to see Dylan in action, you can go to ambassadors.com or hotcountry1035.ca and buy your tickets because the cruises start next Friday. It's a great time. If you figure, for someone hearing you now, Dylan, and knowing how much of a good time you have had there, and how you're coming back multiple times, and how you are one of the attractions for them to see, (laughs) if anyone's still on the fence about whether or not they want to come on the cruise or not, is there anything else you can say to convince somebody? It will be the best Friday you have. You might not be able to celebrate another Friday that summer after it, but (laughs) I can guarantee you there's nothing more fun in Halifax to do on a Friday night. That's for sure. And what mother wouldn't be proud of a viral video of her son clearly drunk aboard a boat singing about being a woman? Well, time to find out for sure. Is this Joanne? Yes. Joanne O'Brien? This is Joanne O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien's mom? Well, it depends. (laughs) Some days. The matriarch of the O'Brien family (laughs) band? (laughs) Oh, I was just telling my girlfriend about this. She's like, can he sing? I said, not really. (laughs) Ah, uh, the video says otherwise. <laughs> He's got to get it from someone. Yeah, enough fireball and Alexander Keeson. <laughs> oh a my gosh! Well, it would take a heck of a lot of that stuff to get me going. Let me tell you. Well, Joanne, have you ever been on the Hot on the Harbor cruise? Um, no, I have not. Because we could put that comment to the test. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I feel not only do we need to get you on this boat, we need to get you there with your son. Oh my God. 
No. <laughs> Why no? In person? Yes. With him? Who else would you be? <laughs> it's funny because uh, for Mother's Day, he, him and his girlfriend got me tickets on, I don't know, this beer tasting boat in July. And I'm like, oh, hopefully this one's a little calmer than that one. behaves. <laughs> <laughs> He really has a thing. He's got a niche. Uh, booze on boats. <laughs> That's a signal. He wants you to enjoy his favorite activities. Mm-hmm. He's trying to bond with you, Joanne. I love to bond with my son, and any time I can get with him is great because, you know, you don't get to spend as much time as they get older. But um, mm-hmm. It's true. You know? It's true. That's after years and years of them never leaving you alone when they're younger. Speaking, That's right. Speaking from experience. And you can't wait for them to get out. <laughs> I know. Just let me pee in private. Yeah. <laughs> if you could make this a little bit more fun for Dylan, is there are there any fun childhood stories that might embarrass him a little more, especially when they're on the radio? Oh, my gosh. I don't, I, you know, you're putting me on the spot now. I, I can't think. <laughs> well, if you you think about it, if there's anything that comes to mind, you know, we can, we, we'll come back to you. We'll, we'll get this on. We'll share it with everybody. <laughs> God love him. He'll kill me. Well. <laughs> there, there are life preservers and such on board. You'll be fine. I can't believe that video is back. Like, <laughs> I remember him showing it to me last year. I'm like, oh, Dylan, I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, I know, Mom, right? And then all of a sudden this morning I got this message from him. He's like, listen to the radio between this time and this time. And I'm like, for what? And he's like, for my famous interview, no idea what he was talking about until all of a sudden I heard it and I'm like, oh no, it's back. (laughs) (laughs) There there could be worse things for him to go viral for. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, of course, the phone calls start. My daughter calls and she's like, do you know that Abby called me from Bridgewater? She asked me if this was actually Dylan. (laughs) Oh, great. It's it spread to Bridgewater now. This is wow. good. People are listening to your radio station. That's a good thing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and watching your son. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that I'm not going to comment on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, we are we're advocating for tickets for you and for Dylan for to be oh there together <laughs> when Melody and I are there too and we'll have even more fun with us all together. One big oh family. God. That could be interesting. <laughs> Good. That's one word for it. <laughs> Thanks, Joan. Okay, thank you. We'll be in Bye. touch. We need to get into what your criteria are for accepting a Facebook friend request. You have just recently had a request and you realized that this person uh, is friends with me. Some guy is sending me a sent me a friend request. Three mutual friends that includes you. Yeah. So I'm immediately asking, hey, Melody, who's this guy? Not a clue. (laughs) Why are you friends with him? I am friends with him because we also had mutual friends and he was a radio guy. So any any person in the industry, I'm like, okay, automatic networking just... Is it? Well, even if I don't talk to them, like if they're following me, then they're there. Connection made, right? Mm. But I have... 30 friend requests right now. You have 30 outstanding friend requests you haven't answered? Yeah, because they're all like one mutual friend or no mutual friends, and I don't add anyone that has... Well, you added this guy you don't even know. No, but we had the right people in common. I have nine outstanding requests. Uh, we got Fred here. Let's see. Are oh, you just going to name them? Oh, what if, I'm what gonna... if some of them are listening? 
I don't care. <laughs> I don't know who they are. Fred, we have four mutual friends. Howie, we have four mutual friends. Uh, Ryan, who works here, who, we have eight mutual friends. I actually know him. I might add Ryan. Ryan, Ryan? Ryan, Ryan Everest. Oh, well, yes, you should I like you should Ryan. I know Ryan. You, he was your secret Santa. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I'll add Ryan. <laughs> Dylan, eight mutual friends. I don't know Dylan. Yes, you Logan, do. He's on all our meetings. Jeff, three mutual friends. I don't know these I don't know who they are. <laughs> Another yes, you Kevin. Do. I don't know. Okay, but this is where you're saying, see, you're, this is you kind of being a little snobby because no, you do know not. these people. If they're in on our company-wide meetings, you know them. This company is in three provinces and has hundreds of employees. I don't know but them. But it's in part of the family. That doesn't count. You can't accept a, f- a friend request from somebody in your general company in another province. Of course you can. It's Facebook. Exactly. I don't want. <laughs> I feel like what Facebook has turned into for it's mostly like aunts and uncles and yeah. cousins and things sharing their kid pictures exactly. and we're sharing, and that's pretty much it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so who's with me? 902-425-1035. Yvonne, you're not adding anyone willy nilly as a Facebook friend either, are you? No, I don't. Um, I don't add a lot of people, especially ones I, I don't know, and even if they're acquaintances, I I don't know them. Like Foreman said, I really don't know who yeah. they are. I'm not. I'm not adding yeah. for you if I don't know who you are. Come on. I can add you, Melody, though. I think. You yes, <laughs> I I will add everybody. As it turns out, Ashley, where do you stand on uh, on adding the Facebook friends? Basically, I rarely add anyone on Facebook. I had to have met you in person like you as a person and want you and be okay with whatever I post on Facebook, you seeing it. Oh, you're so right. I'm kind of, I watch a lot of Dateline news. <laughs> oh. I don't want people seeing a lot of my stuff. <laughs> I get it. I do get it. I just I'm a feel, person. So I, I, here's my thing. I get it. I get it under normal circumstances. I will add listeners because I already share so and much I about I totally it. get that on your end. Yeah. Like, you know, you guys are in the public eye. I totally get that. But, you know, you have to kind of have a business side and a personal side. Yes. So I see... Both sides. Like, I'm with Foreman, but I'm also with you at the same time, Melody. <laughs> uh, yes. Some of us have boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I am one of those people. <laughs> yeah, I've, I, felt, I feel like I found such a kindred spirit in you, Ashley. I'd add you as a Facebook friend. <laughs> We have a Let's do it. <laughs> I've got some standards to add in friends, but I like knowing who you are. Yeah. But you don't, Melody. Nope. And now Jake, who has called us before. Jake, you've renovated your house in Bridgewater, have this 260-year-old, very haunted. haunted farmhouse. But now you are Facebook friends with Melody, so I guess that's good. I feel like Foreman's going to regress this. No, well, I feel like Melody's going to regress this. I have <laughs> got a lot of uh, Facebook friend requests from listeners out of this and I am thrilled to have more Facebook friends. I just wish that it also worked on my other accounts where it really benefits me to have followers like Instagram. <laughs> right. <laughs> where I have nobody. Where when what's your Instagram handle? At on air Melody Rose. At on air Melody Rose. Oh, right. So it's <laughs> Melody Rose on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to learn, you'll have to do some um, creeping uh, of Melody's profile, you know, like someday when you're uh, in your renovated bathtub. Ah, uh, yes. 
Yes, your nice blue red bathtub. And then call us back and, and tell us some little tidbits about Melody's life that you found out. Oh, God. It's a whole lot of videos of my daughter. Yes. So <laughs> get ready <Aww>. for that. <laughs> Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? Jamie. 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 Jamie that just uh, requested me as a friend on Facebook? <laughs> Sure I did. Hello, Jamie. <laughs> Since you're begging for friends. I wasn't begging for friends. I don't know how this yeah. turned into that. No, no, no. I mean, what was it? Two or three months ago, you and Sky always talking about how it's hard to meet people, meet new friends these days, which it is. It is. Wow, you are. You have been listening a lot, Jamie. Well, I drive around town in my truck every day. You guys are on my radio, morning, noon, and night. Are you, do you do deliveries? Uh, well, I pick up, uh... Uh, restaurant grease, actually. You pick up, sorry? Restaurant oil grease. Oh. Restaurant oil grease? Yes. So, like, spent spent stuff from the fryers? Yes. And where does it go? Uh, it just it gets recycled. It goes into uh, any landlord who's jacked up the rent, it goes down their drain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so no. you take you take it. There's a like a recycling depot for that kind of stuff. Yeah. What do, what do, what are people supposed to do with the oil from their own home, the cooking oil? Because all I ever do, and I, this is probably the wrong thing to do, we just collect it in a jar, and the jar sits on our counter, and then we put the jar in our fridge so it gets solid, and then we scoop it out and we put it into the compost. Is that right? <laughs> Sounds like another call for three one one to me. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, th- I think small amounts of it you can put in your compost bin. Okay. I would. I basically do the same thing, but we put it and just put it in the garbage. In the garbage. Is it supposed to go compost or garbage? It's compost. Ha ha. Or are you supposed to call Jamie to have him pick it up for you? <laughs> <laughs> wildfire that had closed Lays Lake Road near Myers Grant. Myers? Myers Grant. No homes are at risk, so we're not trying to be that insensitive. Okay, I cannot believe you haven't been taken to task on this, because you called it. I was told that it's called Mars Grant. Now, we are both CFAs. We have we have not tried to hide this. I have lived no. here for seven years. Foreman's lived here for almost a year now. Wow, it's almost mm. our one-year anniversary. I know, but I was told by someone who's lived here his whole life. Yeah. I, we know. We know for sure it's not Meagers Grant. Or Meagers Grant. It's not Meagers Grant. Wrong. But the guy from Nova Scotia, his whole life, says Mars Grant. Is that wrong or right, Krista? <laughs> I have to say, I cringed when you said Mars, and I said it's Myers, isn't it? And then I, I listened, and then I'm like, you know what? I'll give the guy some slack. He just got here. <laughs> I mean, he's been here a year. But At which was... point do you stop saying someone just got here? Well, come on. There's a lot of places in Nova Scotia. I bet he he probably doesn't even know how to say. Thank That's you, Krista. True. Can you say Can you say what's spelled M U S Q U O? Muscadabit. Ah, you did it. Yes. <laughs> Which is near Myers Grant. <laughs> It's funny, though, she said she cringed a little. I think we normally have that effect on you, don't we? <laughs> yeah, or what about the big park uh, on the South Shore that starts with a K? Kedgy. It's Kedgy. Kedgy Makujic. Kedgy Just, just yeah. say Kedgy and you never get into that problem. Kedgy. <laughs> That's right. Kedgy. Rod, how do you say the name of the town where the fire is near? Well, um, I was always under the impression there's a slight Y sound to it, so it's like Myers. 
Grant. Myers. So, Myers Grant. So kind of like Mars, but with a Y in between that sound. So a Myers. Myers Grant. Myers like, Grant. Like Ma's. Myers. Ma. No, he's saying my. He's saying Ma. Ma. <laughs> ma. Ma. I've been Mom, Pa. Myers. See? <laughs> Myers Grant. We Myers. all know it's spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R-S, right? <laughs> well, it's definitely not Meagers. <laughs> 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 my, what if you, okay, riddle me this, Rod. If you are from there, like if you're from Halifax, you're a Haligonian. If you're from Myers right. Grant, what are you called? A Myerian? Myers Grant. A Myerian? Myerian? I don't know. Now, if you go on Google and get her to get her to say the name of the town, she will tell you it's called Meagers Grant. Uh, Cindy was the very first person who texted us this morning to ask what's the status on the wildfire near Myers Grant. She has since apologized, saying sorry for creating the how to pronounce situation this morning. <laughs> she tried calling to give us the correct saying, but she couldn't get through because everybody else has been calling to do the same thing. <laughs> By the way, Cindy, uh, you have previously told us that you don't live in Myers Grant. You live in Muscadabit. So just putting that out there, too. <laughs> at least you know how to say Muscadabit now. I already, at least you didn't quiz me on, oh, God, Enneganish. <laughs> oh, that's the one. <laughs> that one's so hard. I know there's no T in it, that's for sure. Much like it's not Toronto. Yes. Toronto. Sharon, please make it the last thing we ever say about Myers Grant. It's called Myers Grant. Okay. My, my mother used to live there. Um, she was born in Cooksbrook, which is close to. And my grandmother used to live there. My aunt used to live there. And we used to go there all the time. I was just there last weekend. I did a little canoe trip down the Muscadabit River. So Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, it's it's rural. It's nice. It's lovely. It's it's definitely away from the city, which is great. Yeah, because we don't have much of that anymore, you know, because it's growing up so much. And you said it's near Cooks Cooksbrook. Cooksbrook. Yeah, my mom was born in Cooksbrook, and then they moved to Myers Grant. And how do you and spell that with a G H in the middle? <laughs> Customer kicked out of New York restaurant for not wearing pants. Goes on glass smashing rampage. Everybody's been there. <laughs> That's just one of many headlines that have happened in the news this week. We couldn't make them up, and they really say everything you need to know. And we can cover them all here with Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 1035 when we just give you headlines like these. California man found with trunk full of avocados and meth. Oh. <laughs> arrested on suspicion of grand theft. <laughs> <laughs> For the Avos. Yes. A uh, Tennessee inmate attempts escape from hospital on child's bicycle missing one pedal. Oh, and it didn't work out. No, that's oh. why he attempted the ah, escape. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> RCMP arrests Calgary man who stole a vehicle with five-month-old inside and his parents standing next to the vehicle. What? Yes. They pulled over on the side of the road from a road trip or whatever just to take a break. We're standing there and some guy swoops in and drives off with their car and child. Oh, my heavens. Right? Oh. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, this is a nice story, though, involving another child. Well, a teen, Ukrainian teen, uses toy drone to help army destroy Russians. Wow. Fantastic. 
Not-so-fantastic Missouri woman contracts STD in man's car. Missouri court rules Geico must pay her $5.2 million. <gasps> what? <laughs> it's the insurance company's oh my fault. God, because she didn't wear condoms? Well, I'm, oh, boy. I'm not clicking on that one. All right. YouTube <laughs> rapper who raps about robbing ATMs busted for robbing an ATM. ATM. <laughs> <laughs> LA Angels attempt to break 13-game losing streak with every batter walking up to music from Nickelback. Oh, no. Look at this no. photograph. No, I'm melting. <laughs> By the way, it didn't work. They've lost 14 games in a row. Well, how about this then? In stunning admission, other man wants credit for writing Ice Ice Baby. Uh, All right, stop. Yeah. Collaborate and listen. I sit back with my brand new edition. Also a banger. Grabs a hold of me tightly. I don't know. Sorry, I'll stop. Go on. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) With more headlines of the week that we couldn't possibly make up. And why would we when they're like this in a study that surprises no one? Melody. (laughs) Marijuana users more likely to misperceive how well their relationships are going. I don't know what you're saying with that. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) We knew that. Local woman still at large for four consecutive booze thefts at liquor stores in Cole Harbor, Sackville, and Fall River. Four. Four. One woman. I know. She must have pockets in her dress. Well, she has her picture on our website, hotcountry1035.ca, if you actually can help the police with any information. Oh. Uh, by the way, Halifax police also have handed out 94 tickets in Dartmouth just this week for speeding, no insurance, invalid inspections, bald tires, and driving with a revoked license. Wow. I know. They've got a lot of time on their hands. Around the 111 here, Melody. Don't, I, just, just, just leave any red Volkswagen alone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> few headlines of the week left and we go to Florida for the rest of them. Like, police borrow boat to arrest Florida man on stolen jet ski who didn't know how to use that jet ski or swim. You gotta risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> Florida man loses chunk of leg to gator he mistook for a dog. (laughs) Happens all the time. Right? In Florida, it does. Florida man robs bank one day after completing eight-year sentence. He really liked prison. And finally, Florida woman stabs roommate in toaster strudel struggle. We're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. I don't even want to know what people call us. Uh, <laughs> their favorite morning show. Ah, yes, yes. Yes, of course. That would be it. No, we were on a call with uh, one of our people who might call us their favorite morning show. And then this is how you ended the call the other day. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> Bye. 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 Ciao, Bella. And Bella is something you say to all women yes. you've ever met it's or talked to. Bella or lady, that's the thing that I call women. I, d- I for men, it's probably pal. I call yeah. you pal. Well, we need to know what you are calling other people in your life. Uh, mm. For women, I use the word gal. G-A-L. I like that. Hey, gal. Yeah. Have you ever used Bella? No. But or- would you think it's weird <laughs> if I did say, thanks, yes. Bella? 
Yes, that would sound weird. And I, I absolutely hate it. I don't know why, but when people say, hey, girl, it sounds so flippant. Hey, girl, what's your name, girl? I've been looking at you and every guy here's doing the same, girl. Hey, girl. Yeah, I don't yeah, like I hey, girl. Hey, girl. I like gal. I might start using gal. There you go. Thanks, gal. Hey, John. Do you have a thing that you just sort of call everyone? Uh, I have a thing that I inherited from my elders when I was young, but now I call everyone love, and my wife hates it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. You call everyone love. <laughs> like, to me, I'm not flirting. To me, like, when I say to a cashier or, you know, waitress or something, I'm like, thank love. Like, it's just a, like she said, it's just it's the way you say thank you with a little extra. I would find it odd from you. I wouldn't find it odd if I were in, like, England somewhere where they all say yeah love and me duck but I did I think both of us kind of see your wife's point yes <laughs> if you were my husband and you said love you to a waitress uh, you'd be sleeping on the couch fair is this Martin from Scotland ciao Bella mon ami <laughs> <laughs> so I was born and bred in Yorkshire and everyone says love alright love yep. hi love further down the country is Lincolnshire and they always say duck. All right, duck. I said duck. duck. Me duck. I just didn't, I didn't understand. You yeah. call, why would you call people a duck? Me duck. Well, I got called duck for my entire childhood because my last name is Drake. All right. Well, I mean, there's worse nicknames, that's for sure. Yeah, mine was Smelly Melly, so. <laughs> and you have a theme song for that. <laughs> I did. Did you have I a theme song? Yeah. <laughs> You might be curious as to what that theme song sounds like. I am, too. I know I am. And I'm putting my arms back and my feet up, and I'm waiting to hear it. <laughs> Stinky, smelly, melly, melly, melly. <laughs> do you enjoy uh, wow. having to relive that, that over and over again? <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to get to... Uh, we have this other text here, and it's not a 2425-1035. Oh, and another call coming in as well. It was from Zena, um, but she put something in there that we need to call her back on about. So mm -hmm. we're just going to see. Good morning, you amazing people. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. We're here for the song. <laughs> oh, Lord, I knew this was coming. <laughs> the joys of texting your favorite morning show. My song was made up in school by a good friend. Now I'm starting to wonder how good of a friend. <laughs> sing it in school. Oh, no. So everybody started singing it because it caught on. Oh, no. And, and it goes like this. I know a girl named Zena Riceroni, and she's as skinny as a stick of macaroni. <laughs> it's really catchy. Oh, it is. Right? So that's how come it caught on. And if she sees me, she still sings it. I feel like we need to get a beat underneath it of some sort yeah. to maybe produce oh, this. Oh, Lord, here we uh... go. <laughs> I know a girl named Dina Riceroni, and she's as skinny as a thick of macaroni. <laughs> You call every woman you meet or ever talk to Bella. Bella. And that's just your thing. We've yeah. heard from a lot of people uh, like Rod who thought... 
Was that because of uh, Pitch Perfect? That's the singing group in the Pitch Perfect movies. The Bard and Bellas, and uh, Rod would know because apparently it's his favorite movie. Why do you know that, Rod? <laughs> Dawson Miller said he calls everyone Buck, Old Buck, Young Buck, everyone's a Buck. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss story. Here, Buck, there, Buck, everywhere, Buck, Buck. <laughs> Dustin Miller had a word. And its name was Buck. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good one. I like that one a lot. Uh, Amanda has texted uh, saying that in Toronto, she lived there for a while. I got in the really bad habit of calling everybody Guy. So what's up, Guy? How you doing, Guy? Even if it was a guy or a girl, always Guy. What would you do if someone called you guy? Like if if she said to do? me, that's yes, what I'm saying. Like, guy. hey guy, I'd be like, uh, whatever. Like, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to get through a few more. It's not a two forty five one zero three five. Kevin, you have a name. You're call- you're calling everybody Captain. Well, I don't honestly. Just like how's it going, Captain? I've heard other people say it. So just because other people pretty- have called you Captain, so you've taken to it and called it's, them Captain. Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of. Grown on me. Is it gender neutral? <laughs> like, do you call oh, yeah, women absolutely. captain too? Everybody. And are any of these people in your life, including you, an actual captain of a boat or something? <laughs> I, I don't think so. Okay. Even, a, even a softball <laughs> team? <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder how yeah. how if you call you know calling anybody willy nilly captain how an actual captain might feel about that. I think though captain is so far the closest equivalent to Bella because it's like a it's like a complimentary term. It's not just hey guy or hey bud or hey yeah, man. Yeah. It's like hey captain, hey boss. Exactly. When you guys said boss and chief, that's why I was like. Uh, made me think of it. I was like, yeah, yeah Captain. Like, I call people Captain all the time. You're <laughs> out here building people up. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Boston <laughs> Chief people are, are doing it ironically. I think you call the random general laborer on your site calling, <laughs> yeah. you called that, you called the 16-year-old boss in him Chief. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Foreman just exists. Tearing people down. <laughs> exists in a sarcastic state at all times. That's all. Absolutely. <laughs> Later, Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Good morning, Jade. Who and you texted us, yeah, so we yeah. need to get you here. Jade, you call everybody Honeybun. Morning. Sup, Honeybun. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's a very bad habit that I have, and I work in a vet clinic, so I any animal that comes in, I call them Honeybun too. So it's kind of translated to people as well. You d- and you don't sound like you're 80 plus years old. Nope. <laughs> no, I'm 26. <laughs> and you definitely aren't Southern. No, I am not. If anything, I am extremely uh, either from Halifax or Cape Breton. I'm from there. So. Where do you get that from? Who honey else bun. in your life is saying honey bun? I, honestly, I think there was Maybe somebody that came into the clinic one day, and I don't know where they were from. They weren't from here or Canada, and I heard them say it once, and my brain just instantly got attached to it. And, you know, and I sometimes will say it to the doctors. I go, they ask me to do something, I say, okay, honey bun, and they're like, what? Sorry. That's good. That's it's part of your charm, Jade. Uh, I would do. Uh, you could say that. <laughs> Rachel had sent us a text about her nickname 
uh, and we need to get to it. We need to know, Rachel, and that's why we've called you right now. What's the deal with your name? Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting one. What, what is your middle name? <laughs> so my full name is uh, Rachel Marie Tobacco. Um, and then Wilwand is my last name. But Tobacco is um, my grandparents' last name, actually. So it's a real name. It's a real name, yeah. Um, it's Italian and Swiss. Huh. Yeah, and it actually would have been my last name if my uh, dad was not adopted by his stepfather. Wow. <laughs> oh, holy. So yeah. the fact, though, that it was moved to your middle name makes it not seem like a family name. It makes it seem like your parents were just really, really <laughs> uh, serious about their cigarettes. <laughs> exactly, and that is the question I get every time. Do you have anything to do with cigarettes? Did your parents smoke a lot of cigarettes when, you know, when they were pregnant? No, never. <laughs> when they were pregnant, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so then because of your your middle name, Tobacco, mm-hmm. uh, yep. what was your childhood nickname? I used to get called Wacky Tobacky sometimes. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. And it wasn't a frequent flyer one, but it was... Through middle school, I got it quite often, and it phased out in high school. Now, was it just because of your middle name, or was it also because of your recreation? No, no, just because of my middle name. Okay. I was going (laughs) to say, you know, I mean, it's okay. It wasn't legal then, but whatever. No, no, just because of my middle name. Okay. And every time I go to the liquor store and get ID'd or I have to go get blood work, they still, they're like, oh, your middle name is tobacco. Where did that come from? How does that, where did you get that? Like, can you tell me about that? You must just roll your eyes like, here we go again. (laughs) I do. I'm like, oh, really? Okay. So for the hundredth time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did you know that the name tobacco is most frequently found in Iran than any other country? I did not know that. Uh, It is also common in Canada, but bad news you earn about a third less money than the national average. Oh, of course. <laughs> it all makes sense now, doesn't it, Rachel? Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> the more you wish you didn't know. Yes, exactly. Why did you tell me that, Corbin? I Googled it for 10 seconds. That's, I'm sorry. Of course. Google. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Rachel. <laughs> no problem. Thanks for calling. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> See ya. Bye. We can't help that this is what's in the headlines this week. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie and Foreman. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. Yep, this is tragically trending. Britney Spears is married! One more time! Well, not if her first husband has anything to do with it, but we're going to get to that part. Britney Spears and her fellow Sam Ashgari tied the knot in L.A. Her parents and sister, not among the 60 guests. Not surprising. Nope, but Drew Barrymore, Donatella Versace, Paris Hilton... And the two women that could compete for the most out-of-touch celebrities and lose to each other, Madonna and Gwyneth Paltrow, were there. (laughs) Britney's sons were not, but they wish her nothing but the best. The same cannot be said for Jason Alexander. I was in the pool! I was in the pool! No, no. No, 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 no. Not bad, Jason Alexander. Her first husband, Jason Alexander, although it would make as much sense if George Costanza crashed the wedding. Well, I just got back from swimming in the pool. (laughs) And the water was cold. (laughs) 
You mean shrinkage. Yes! <laughs> shrinkage. Maybe that's why they annulled the marriage after only 55 hours. That one. Remember him? Oh, yes. He even live-streamed it while he crashed. Now, my name's Jason Alexander. Uh, Brittany invited me here. Brittany Spears invited me here. She's my first wife, my only wife. I'm her first husband. I'm here to crash the wedding. <laughs> well, then you weren't invited. No. Needless to say, he's been charged with trespassing, vandalism, two charges of battery. Hope it was worth it. One more time. Right? I'll tell you what's not worth it. 5000 per night for a Star Wars room at Disney. What? What's the deal with that, Star Wars? <laughs> Back in August, Disney launched a fully immersive Star Wars experience at Disney World. You get trapped in a galactic Star Cruiser. Trapped? Yes, trapped. For two days with a bunch of cosplayers for $5,000 per couple. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And now Disney, who obviously lives in a galaxy far, far away from our reality, <laughs> wants to understand what's the deal with the fact that nobody is booking. Yeah, so they're paying for a focus group. We can tell you, 5000 for a tiny room without windows and parents are expected to cosplay without the inclusion of alcohol? What? And I can say this as a Star Wars fan. We can't afford this. I can't even fill my gas tank. This must be how the Jedi felt after they ordered Order 66. <laughs> That's a Star Wars joke. <laughs> Only you. those on the inside get it. Anyway, just in time for Pride Month, Rebel Wilson is introducing us to her girlfriend. One more time. What? This took everyone by surprise, because just last month, tabloids were reporting she was dating a mystery man. She even talked about how she was going on 50 dates in one year. Right. Yes, and the FBI had to research one of the guys she went on a date with because he was weird, and they found an assault charge. So Ugh. this is a change for her, but honestly, as I uncovered, my bathroom sink for the fifth time this month because of beard trimmings. I think she's onto something. But she said she was searching for a Disney prince all this time, and maybe what she needed was a quote Disney princess. Hashtag love is love. And that is so true. Love is love until they start clogging your sinks, and then love is the person that you hate to love, but you're stuck with because who wants to go on 50 dates a year? <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber's bits being back. <laughs> Bieber bits is what they should have called it, but they didn't. Or Bean, Bieber balls. Well, exactly. Yes, they are back at Tim Hortons as well as a new Biebs brew that's back. So it's day two. So we've given you a day to be able to try it. And now we want to check in with one of our favorite people at Tim Hortons. Mm. It's Sherry at the Tim Hortons in Porter's Lake. Last time we talked to her was Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh, is she even going to remember us? I don't know. It's when they got the white lids. They come from the big people at Tim Hortons. Yes. And why? I have no idea. This is my first experience with them this morning, and I already have black marker smudge on my nose. On your nose! This is what we hear from everybody. <laughs> the only brown lids we have right now, we still have a couple of sleeves for the small and medium. Well, thank you very much. I mean, right. we're still extremely disappointed, but at least okay. now we know. <laughs> I will let the head office know that. Thank you. Please You're do. welcome. Thank you for calling. I'm so glad she took our concerns seriously. <laughs> She did, right? <laughs> so we might as well try and get in touch with Sherry at the Tim's and Porter's Lake this morning uh, and see if she's tried the Beaver's Brew. Beeb's Brew. Is that what you call it? Beaver's I think it Brew? is. Beaver's Brew? I don't Beeb's know. Beaver's Brew, yeah. We'll see. See, see her opinion of it okay. and how it's going over so far. Tim's Porter's Lake. Hi. Uh, curious if Sherry's working today. 
yeah. We have to wait. You have to wait. <laughs> it's oh that important. If you've tried it, we want to hear from you too. Hello, Sherry speaking. Good morning, Sherry. It's Melody and Foreman calling for you from Hot Country 103.5. Oh, hi. Hi. You probably thought it was something serious or some sort of emergency. Why else would anyone be calling to ask specifically for you? But no, it's just us screwing around. Oh, it's just you guys again. Okay. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you. What's well, going on uh, today? First question is, are you still hoarding any of the brown lids? No, we have no brown lids. Okay. <laughs> and did anyone after that was on the radio, did anyone give you grief over that in your own life? Uh, a little bit. They were like, what are you trying to be, a celebrity now? <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> but we, we changed our method of marking those lids, though, so you don't get it on your nose anymore. Oh, what did you do? How did right? you change it? So we don't mark inside the maple leaf anymore, only on the top. I know. Mine doesn't have yours. a mark. Oh, yours doesn't have a mark. No, but, right I, now, but, but I think I did notice yes, that. I did notice did. that. It was yeah. because of you, Sherry. Well, yeah. Wow. Right? I did it for you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Did you also bring back the Tim Beebs? <laughs> we, we got our Tim Beebs now. Yeah, was that your fault too? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we get to wear our lovely uh, uh, Tim Beebs uh, cruise t-shirt. Oh, that's, you know, you could sell that online for a lot of money. Right? I might do that after the content after it's over. Well, yeah. Why is corporate office is going to wonder why Sherry loses her shirt every couple of days? <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah. Um, have you tried the new French vanilla cold brew? I haven't yet, but I plan on doing that on my first break. What? Come on. Yeah. I didn't even, no, I haven't. I haven't even tried it, but uh, they say it's a buttery, custard-flavored uh, taste of syrup. They also say Justin himself had to wait for 16 hours while it's steeped to perfection. And you do. We steep it with cold water for 16 hours. And once that uh, 16 hours is up, then we have to uh, drain off the grinds and everything. They're in a filter, right? Okay. So we get discard those, and then we have to add our regular cold water to it, and then it's ready to sell. That's an awfully long drive through wait. Right? <laughs> 16 hours, yeah. Yeah, you might get some upset customers. <laughs> That's right. You just might. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm here we thought that you were going to have the expert taster's opinion. I don't I don't trust Justin's uh, opinion necessarily. We no. trust Sherry's. Yes. Right? Well, when Sherry tries it, maybe I'll call you and let you know. <gasps> okay. Will you also <laughs> refer to yourself in the third person, please? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and wouldn't you know it, the phone is ringing. <gasps> Hello, it's Sherry calling. Uh, Tim Hortons, Sherry? Yeah, that's me. I told <gasps> you I'd call you this morning. Yay! <laughs> okay, so how is it? It is delicious. <gasps> is it actually, so, or are you just being a salesperson right now? No, it is, and you need to tell everybody to come on down and try one. <laughs> but only to, to, only to Porter's Lake, nowhere else. Oh, yeah, else. you got to come to Porter's Lake, because that's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> So you you described it earlier as buttery, custardy kind of a flavor. Is that the French vanilla syrup? Yeah, that's how they like when they first uh, let us know as uh, owners and team members and stuff. That is going to be what the flavor tastes like. And it stands oh. up. That's a, and what, it's very good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but would good. you have described it as buttery, custardy? I would. I would more describe it as just vanilla y. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, but it is very good. It is. Does yeah. it taste like your your regular st old standby French vanilla, but cold? Um, no, no, not at all. Oh, not so completely all. different. This one has a more, I would think, a more richer mm. flavor than well, kind of thing. It's French. Yeah. 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 So Justin really has reinvented the French oh, vanilla. Oh yeah, Justin's good. <laughs>
<laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Last night was the very first night my five-year-old daughter, Emily, played soccer as, here's the ball, play a game, <laughs> where they've never played it before. Just run after the ball, kick it, don't Ex- touch it. Yes, yeah, so like half the team hangs out in the net because they all want to be goalie. Yep. Then there's another pack that just travels around with the ball. Yep. And there's one parent volunteer who has to keep bringing them back like uh, back onto the field because they just run away. Actually hurting kittens. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but Emily participated. She good. got a few goals, which is good. Wow. Because the other team just kind of sat in the net and wasn't even paying attention to the ball. So she could slowly just like push the ball into the net. <laughs> Doesn't matter, it counts. It counts, yeah. yeah. But that's besides the point because I wrote down a conversation that uh, we had to overhear with this one other five year old girl who was playing with Emily and her mom. I'm just gonna pause you before you give this conversation. Yep. Let's just let's just flesh out for a moment what you've done here, Foreman. Yep. You are there watching your your child yep. play quote-unquote soccer, yes. which wasn't soccer, No, as you're judging the volunteer parents who are not doing a good job volunteering uh-huh. and listening to other parents beside you and writing down what they say with their children. Yes. Nothing weird here. Go on. Deflecting any and all criticism of myself and my parenting and my child. Yes, yes. That's what we're here for. Okay, let's well, see. let's hear it. Come on. The poor girl. She didn't want to participate at all. So when Aww. when she finally started participating, fun fact, she had a great time. She started having a lot of fun. How funny and then, how that works. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, But then really halfway through, runs back over to her mom and says, you know, mom, I really want my friend to win because she's never won before. So I'm going to let her win. Mom says, what, the, the blue team? The team you're playing against? Yeah. To which mom says, yeah, but honey, you've never won before either because this is the very first game. <laughs> mm, and the kid thinks about it for a little bit longer. And then mom says, what if, what if you guys tie? And then the kid, it's like a light bulb went off in her head and was like, yeah. We could tie. And immediately runs back to the team and says, hey, let's tie. (laughs) (laughs) And now we have raised a generation of participation ribbon kids. A perfect day to have visitors on the largest cruise ship to ever visit us in the harbor right now. Yeah, going to hear that. (laughs) Perhaps, yeah. (laughs) Going to be busy downtown. Yeah, we're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. You know who can tell us all about it. Who? Sky from our newsroom. Ah, the Royal Caribbean Oasis of the Seas has the capacity to carry more than 5,400 passengers and is heading to the Halifax port today. It's the fourth largest cruise ship in the world, stretching 360 meters long and stacked with 16 passenger decks. The vessel features four outdoor pools, water slides, an aqua theater, and even an ice skating rink. What? It also has a comedy club and many high-end restaurants. I'm Sky Blom. Thanks, Sky Blom. Wow, Sky Bride a blom, a skating rink? Yes, it's a zip line. Ten decks up, you get a there's a zip line on this ship. There's the deepest and tallest slide at sea, which you plummet ten stories down the water slide on this thing. 
There's glow-in-the-dark laser tag. There's rock climbing. There is the ice rink. You can learn to scuba dive. Uh, I mean, we're looking at prices. That, you know, it's like 300 a night or 450 US, I think. Okay, that sounds like a lot. But we did get a text from Anthony, who seems to know a thing or two about cruises. So thank you for... Uh, taking our call, Anthony. The reason why I texted you guys there was uh, the Oasis of the Seas. We were just on that a month ago. <gasps> wow. You were on this exact yeah. ship that we're talking about. Yes, yeah, we were on it a month ago. Me, uh, the wife, and the kids, and their friends. So. In the Caribbean? That one left from New York. It went to the cruise line's private island in uh, Bahamas. Wow. <laughs> so, I think that one was around 57 a night for uh, a four-day cruise, so. $57 a night for Which a four-day cruise. Insane. That's insane. That's I can't even... What do you get for that? Do you get to do everything? Is it all inclusive? Um, everything that you guys mentioned there, all the fun stuff, like the Oasis has uh, a zip line, rock climbing wall, water slides, and a giant slide that goes down nine stories. The biggest slide on the seas. You got it. Now... Um, it includes your food at the buffets and the, the normal restaurants. And your drinks are extra. That is, yeah. Your drinks are extra, although you can buy a drink package, which I would highly recommend. Ah. <laughs> Why have I never been on a cruise before? <laughs> uh, the sea, the seasickness. Oh, yeah. It's the four gravels I had to take the last time I went to sea. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's nothing like a lobster boat, guys. I'll tell you that. You barely even know you're on the ocean. I do not believe a single cruise person who says you don't even feel it. Bull <laughs> yeah. You know what they need to do? Is it's gonna be? It's supposed to be here from eight till six or something all day. So theoretically, everybody on board is gonna get off and explore the town. Therefore, they should let everybody from town on board like a traveling amusement park just for the day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that would be a great idea, though. I think there's probably some people that would hide and not want to get off. <laughs> Melody. <laughs> You're talking to them, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well then, last question, uh, as we interview Anthony, the uh, Royal Caribbean influencer, paid to be here this morning. Um, did you go ice skating? Uh, not on this one, no. I have before, but uh, my son and his girlfriend did. While and in the Bahamas, on the Royal Caribbean private island, they decided to ice skate. They do provide the skates, but... Is that just Royal Caribbean's way of uh, singling out the Canadians? <laughs> Hey, hey, all Americans getting on in New York. You want to know who's Canadian on board? Go check out the rink. Yeah, I, I will say my son was the best skater on the ice yeah. at the time. So you can tell he's Canadian. So. Well, this is hot country, 103.5. So we're taking your temperature mm. this morning on what is the appropriate use for the left lane of a multi-lane highway. Okay. <laughs> like there's a there's a reason why it's not just one lane. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We all know what there's there's a reason or reasons why it's not just single lanes. Well then no one would ever get anywhere, right? Because you can't pass, you can't Yeah. Exactly. So what do you figure the reason the agreed upon? Can we all agree on the reasons that these roads do have more than one lane? Who's this? Hey guys, it's Austin. Austin! This is Austin. What can we do?
What is the left lane for on a multi-lane highway? It's for passing and speeding. It is not for going one kilometer over the speed limit. Thank you. I was thinking there was only one right answer, but no, there's two. Passing, passing and, and speeding. speeding. <laughs> yes. But you're, you're technically passing if you're speeding. Yes. Yeah. But if you're on, oh, Highway 111, which is six lanes at some points, maybe when you're in the left lane, you don't go 80 and go exactly the same 80 speed as the car right beside you in the right lane and block oh, everyone I behind hate you. like that. And then, and then when cars from behind you finally get to pass in the right lane, by the way, mm-hmm. you have the audacity to give a condescending wave goodbye to them. <gasps> what? Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, they're, they, they're the car going 80 in the left lane. Oh, what did you do? Did you just... You just you just fumed. You I, just took it and brought it on the show. Yes, I brought it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, Austin. Um, Caitlin, what is the left lane for? Multi-lane highway, left lane. What's it for? Um, the left lane is for passing, and I thought it was so funny. You guys are talking about it on the radio because anyone who is in the left lane right now and you don't know. You can just move on over because you people all the time. And I'm like, are you clueless? (laughs) I think that the people that choose to drive in the left lane, even though they are very obviously going the speed limit or slower than everyone in the right lane, they don't care. They hear it and they're like, whatever, I'm not moving. Go around me. You know? Yeah. (laughs) The rules don't apply. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They think that, well, I'm doing the speed limit. So all you guys are out here breaking the law. You can always go at least like 10 over in my books, anyways. We agree. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know that um, any driving enforcement would agree. No. Maybe someone's (laughs) listening right now that can weigh in. (laughs) We can only hope. This is the this is the whole thing. You you know, if you influence just one person, we've done our job. I can help one person get to work on time today. That's all. If one left lane, 80 kilometer an hour driving person hears this and decides maybe I should move over, Mm -hmm. I think this is a win. (laughs) Melody and Foreman, the morning show that gets you to work on time. (laughs) Have a great day, guys. You too. too. (laughs) We're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. This is... Very frustrating for me as a parent because I see this video and I can relate to it so hard. The video is what and of whom? It's of Kate Middleton. Ah, yes. Yes, it's of Kate Middleton. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) Her youngest child, Prince Louis. Yeah. And they are at the closing events of the Platinum Jubilee. Yeah, it's days and days and days of ceremonies and speeches and concerts. And, yes. You know, there's a cute video of him covering his ears when all the uh, fighter jets flew by. That was sweet and cute and expected of Louis, who's only four. Exactly. There's been so many wonderful videos of him because he's been he's been an absolute delight to watch because he's such a little character. Yeah. But the thing with those kids that are little characters is that they also are a little wild. Speaking from experience, I have one of those wild children. And so in this video that we shared to all of our social feeds, he is 
pushing Kate away, uh, sticking his little tongue out at her. You know, pushes her, her, covers her mouth, and shoves her face yeah. away. He's like, Stop, and then Mom. yeah, with the thumb to the nose the and the full hand out and their fingers waving. Yeah, yeah, couple times. He's being a four-year-old, and if you think about the fact that he had to sit there for hours, he had to sit there for hours and watch this. How many four-year-olds can sit? For hours. Yeah. Mine can't. Give poor Prince Louis Paw Patrol. Oh my gosh. Imagine <laughs> if she could. But imagine if she had what social media would have said if she had. Because they're already on her enough as it was. Like, oh, bad parenting. Because she didn't. I don't know what. Because he shouldn't have done that in the first place. And she should have reacted a different way. Yeah. Although we do have it. And, you know, we're, you hearing this, we appreciate you hearing this. You're part of our circle of trust. We're all in the same group together here. But Megan has sent us a text. It's 902 saying that for Kate and Louie, that is bad parenting. I have a three-year-old who is more behaved than this. Children should understand when to be a silly kid and when not to be. I would love to read Megan's book because I need to learn a thing or two. Yes. Uh, Have you published the book When to Be a Silly Kid and When Not to Be by Megan? (laughs) We need to read it. Soon to be a bestseller (laughs) if it exists. It reminds me, so Lily, my my daughter, who's going to be three in July, is always that kid. And it reminds me of last summer when we promised her ice cream um, and we got there to Dee Dee's Ice Cream. That's the ice cream place we always go to and the line was too long. It always is. Uh, So we had to leave to go somewhere else to get ice cream, but she didn't understand why we were leaving so she had a huge meltdown and everyone's watching us in line and I had to literally pick her up and like force her into the car which was awful (laughs) then we went to the next place which was inside a candy store so then of course she's already wound up she wants to touch all the things she's not allowed to touch anything so she had one of those lay down on the floor tantrums One of the many times that she's been that kid in public, and we learned a lot from that. Did but you? I see kid. We did. We did. Did you, did you finally learn about the saying, like a kid in a candy store, while with the kid in the candy <laughs> yes, store? Exactly. <laughs> but I see Kate struggling to deal with her son Louis while keeping a smile on her face, and I've like I've never related to her more. So you can call with your own story. Uh, it is again nine zero two four two five one zero three five. Asha, what what happened to you? We woke up this morning bright and early. You know, five thirty typical day, right? Let's get changed. Let's get ready. Let's go to daycare. Well, no. Today, she wanted to surprise me with something, and so she pushed me out of her room. Four years old, pushed me out of her room. She's like, I got to do something first. And I was like, okay, fine, right? So I let her close her door, and she tells me that she's washing her floors. I'm like... You're washing your, she's got her little little mop mop set in there, right? She's yeah. like, you're washing your floors. I was like, well, that's great. Let's get your clothes. Let's get ready. No, you can't come in my room. My floors are wet. You have to wait for them to dry. Oh, like, no. We, we got to go. We have to get ready. Let's, let's get out the door. All of a sudden, you are the worst mom ever. <gasps> I want a different mom. I want to be in a different house. <laughs> it, it was just catastrophic. She, she, uh, and what do you say to that? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, right? What do you do when your boyfriend is ruining your relationship with his hobby? <gasps> it's a quarter after eight. And Geneva is our date and we need you now. We're knocking on your door. Let us in, cause it's time for Dear Geneva now. Dear Geneva.
Geneva. From jematchmaking.com, Geneva Dickey, our dating expert, here every Wednesday, yes. My boyfriend and I have lived together for over two years, and we split all the household expenses evenly. A few months ago, he bought a computer to mine a cryptocurrency. (laughs) (laughs) What? And now our power bill has almost doubled! I told him he's going to have to pay the whole electric bill, and it started a huge fight. He claims that I'm going to benefit from the money he makes, but he hasn't made any money yet, and I'm not convinced he's going to. Back me up here. (laughs) Am I right to have him pick up the whole tab for his new hobby? Of mining crypto. I feel like there's a lot more in this question than what the listener is actually asking us. (laughs) Mining crypto takes a lot of energy out of the, like, okay, so if you mine crypto, like, one Bitcoin, I think it's 1,500 gigahertz of power, which is, like, 52 days of, like, a normal household amount of power. Like, it takes a lot of power. How do you know that? I know a lot about crypto and <laughs> NFTs. It's just a fascination of mine, so I'm all here for them. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so, so you support the crypto mining. Uh, I do support the crypto mining, yeah. And she's going to be, have to be very, very careful because, you know, I, and this might hit home a little bit for me, but when I first started my business and everybody's like, how's your little speed dating business going? It's never going to work. Trust uh... me, when it worked, I remembered. But he's mining crypto. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so you're saying it's basically like you just fire up all the baseboard heaters all year long. That's how much electricity he's using? Yeah, he's going to, and it, it double, I'm surprised it's not triple. Really? Yeah. This is oh, yeah. a world that I know absolutely nothing about and never will know anything about, unfortunately. Uh, help me, I'm poor. Uh, but <laughs> So is he and this woman who's written to us as well. But but Geneva, are you then, I mean, the, the one question she is asking is, is she right to have him pick up the whole tab for his new hobby? What, what do you think about that question first? Honestly, he can probably t- pick up extra for sure, 100%. Like, whatever extra he is using, and he's going to be using a lot, he should be prepared to pay for the extra. But she can just continue to pay what she was paying prior to him getting the computer, I think. Yeah, possibly. I guess if you want to put this to bed. Although, uh, Justin has sent us a text that says, uh, red flag with the quote, you're going to benefit from the money I'm going to make. Mm, do you trust that? Well, yeah, but everybody has to start somewhere. Yes. Uh, that's my Usually only thing. it's not mining cryptocurrency. But that's my only thing about what you're doing with this, Foreman, is that, like, it's sort of like, I think about our our, our, our little show here. Yes. Our little show that I'm like, oh, it's going to be something. It's going to be big. Just you wait. Uh, and so there's a lot of things that we're doing now to try to make it something. Yes. Um, right now, it's nothing. The but- difference is we get paid the same either way so <laughs> you don't use any extra power I'm just saying. yeah it's very environmentally friendly around here but it takes a lot of time yes and now here's the thing it's his hobby and he's passionate about it are you being an unsupportive partner by not supporting them in the thing that they're passionate about yeah and you don't have to be excited you don't have to be like just as excited as him but you should be supportive i think i think so Really? Tom does the most annoying hobby ever. He does Olympic weightlifting in our house. And 
Is that when you slam them yep, down? On yep, the well, <laughs> well, you drop them from really high, and they're really heavy weights. Like he, he's, he's quite a strong fellow, and so he's dropping weights at you know 10 p.m. at night, and it makes our entire house shake. And I hate it. And and he's been doing this for 10 years, and I hate it. Did I mention I hate it? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But I support him. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like it. Yes, I'll you, pick you before him. I let him turn our garage into an Olympic lifting home gym that only he uses and it costs several thousands of dollars. Oh. I support him, but I don't like it. I, yeah. I hear you saying I support him a lot. It's just the tone we're all <laughs> getting here. My actions speak a lot louder than my words. <laughs> I hate it, but I support him. Okay, so here's a real, a real someone with some experience in this field. Ashley says it would be the same for people with 3D printers, which my husband plans to get to make and sell models. I pay the power in full. Uh, I wouldn't expect him to pay towards it because of a hobby. If you nickel and dime everything you spent and this and I spent that in a relationship, it's not good. I agree with that. And I know we've had people say before that they they literally do that in their relationship. Uh, We had one listener who had told us that they sit down every month and they take out sheets of their expenses and they figure out who spent what and they divide it evenly right down the line. A little green hat. It sounds... Very sexy, uh, but but to me it's like you know where are you gonna stop that? Because mm-hmm. relationships are about give and take. Yes, not about who did what when. He's taking with the promise of giving, maybe in the future, sometime, possibly, maybe. But he's trying something new, and it may work out. May. Yeah, but why? And not that was my first chance? thought when I read it. Was I got? It gave me a little bit of ick already. Just the fact that this conversation is even happening, and she came at it. I think she came at it very aggressively. Where you are now paying the entire power bill. I think she was going in for a fight, honestly, because she's already upset that he's got a hobby that she's not. She doesn't approve of. Yeah. And yeah. It just gave me the ick. The whole thing gave me the ick. My it's, ick's about him. I know. He, I feel like he's changed. They've been. They've lived together for two years. And I feel like she's losing him down this all-consuming black hole. I think she's living where Moana lives, and he started this hobby that's like the Black Plague taking over the entire Pacific. (laughs) (laughs) Geneva has no idea what you're talking about because she does not have uh, little ones like you. (laughs) But I did get the bridesmaids reference you did earlier, Melody, so I'm really proud of that. Okay, thank you. Tell me up But no, I mean, people do change and people do get hobbies. And if they're excited about them, that's great. We're all walking around here like big old a-holes hating everything in life. What's wrong with having something you're excited about? I don't hate everything in life. You hate a lot of things. You have that computer to play video games all day. Like, thank God he's doing something even a little bit Possibly productive, right? I don't I think he's turning into a crypto bro. And he shows up to parties to try and explain the blockchain to everybody. And no one wants to talk to him anymore, including her. Foreman's taking this very personally, Geneva. It's like <laughs> this happened to him. Bros, yeah, I feel like he lost a friend. This is where th- what really happened Aww. here. He had a buddy who was his best buddy, and he lost him to crypto. No. <laughs> it does sound like that, though. Could write a good movie about that. I just think she's losing him. It's not It's not about the power bill. We can agree on that. It's There's something else, and I think it's this consuming hobby that's taking him away from her, and I don't think she's getting him back. 
a really good point for me. And I know where you're kind of coming from. Like you feel, yeah, I know where you're coming from with that. There's something else here. And I bet you he's not calling it a hobby. And it probably drives him crazy when she calls it a hobby. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. True. This poor <laughs> listener here, all they wanted to know is, should he pick up the tab? But we have unfolded that there is a lot of trouble in paradise. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and her name is Taka. <laughs> Again, that was a Moana reference. Sorry. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome? And we need to get to something very important because it was back in February. We thought we were being introduced to the future of drive through technology by Tim Hortons as a joke. Is the conveyor belt drive through real? Yes, it is. Come on. Come on. It's not a joke. How does it work? It seems like you need to put somebody's order on a tray, send it up above your heads, through the roof overhang of one drive-thru lane, down a column and out to the second drive-thru lane. That's exactly right. You got it. Why are you asking me? Why why are you you pulling our leg? This can't be real. It is real. You've seen it. How much of a bonus are they paying you to stand by this line? Um, no, she's real. She really works. She's fine. I named her Bob. <laughs> she has a name. I forgot about that. That was April 1st. Wow. But Taco Bell has just come out with this whole concept called Taco Bell Defy in Minnesota that's just open. And it's leading us to uh, have to put our tail between our legs. Call back this Tim Hortons in Windsor, Ontario. Oh, great. My hometown. Yes, and apologize. Because mm. they, they really do have a comparison. Jeez. Thanks for calling Tim Hortons. Marley speaking. How can I help you? Marley, good morning. My name, uh, well, we are Melody and Foreman. We're calling from a radio station in Halifax. Okay. <laughs> uh, Melody's from there, though, from yes, I am. Riverside. I'm, I'm from the Riverside area. Hey. Yes. Uh, we are just calling you because you are the Tim Hortons with the conveyor belt drive through Uh, And last time we called you was on April 1st. Yeah. Because we thought it was a joke. (laughs) It's not a joke. It's not a joke. And if anything, it's done really well and we owe you an apology. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, done very well here. No, we we really do apologize because it's very real. Uh, I believe we were informed there's another location uh, in Saskatchewan somewhere that's doing the same thing. And now, I don't know if you've seen this, but Taco Bell has opened a location in Minnesota where they have four fast food elevator drive through lanes at the same place. Oh, geez. No, I didn't know that. We literally lifted all the operations of the kitchen up off the ground and made four or five lanes of traffic that go through it. And we serve walk-ups, we serve people on bikes, and we serve lanes of people through traffic. Do you think that that's something that you might implement? Uh, probably not at this location. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it sounds like a lot? <laughs> that sounds like a lot. I know um, I know this one conveyor here is a lot, so I can't imagine four different elevators. Is it a lot of maintenance? There is some maintenance that goes along with it. Yeah, we have a great crew um, that comes and does the maintenance as we need it. On a scale of it's usually working to it's a McFlurry machine and it never works, where would it fit? <laughs> um, we've had some very good luck when it's running. It runs great. Um, I know with, with any machine you have some issues, um, but we've been very lucky here. These when, are very diplomatic responses. When it's running, it runs great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
same, same. When we're when we're yeah. running, we're running great too. Right? Yeah. Um, do you feel like it's taking like it has the possibility of taking away human jobs? Absolutely not. We've actually had to hire um, a significant amount of people that, just to run it. Okay. You could you could go to school perhaps in the future for fast food elevator technician. Oh, that's okay. I'm good where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. Do you find now because you have experience in this, the Taco Bell model is the kitchen's upstairs on the second floor. They lower it down to these four lanes where they'll serve cars, people on foot, people on bicycles, uh, delivery services like Skip and Uber and all that can use it faster, too. And one lane that's served by an actual person. Do you see any problems with that? Um, Just the flow of traffic. But I mean, if they've got a big enough parking lot. They can manage it. It sounds like a great idea to me. Yeah, it looks like a warehouse, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And it should work great for them. <laughs> uh, final question. Do you feel like we have wasted your time? Not at all. It's good to hear from you guys again. Oh, oh great. Good. Thanks. <laughs> You're so nice. We uh, got on to the topic talking to our dating expert, Geneva Dickey from JEMatchmaking.com. Men didn't want uh, other cavemen around his woman, so that jealousy came out in anger and aggression, right? So it's kind of fascinating how that comes out in, like, the evolution, but... What evolution? <laughs> you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> banger. One of my ultimate bangers, Mbop. No, but I'm I'm in bangers, like songs that were good at the time and still are good. That was amazing at the time, and that is still good at the time. It's currently on my workout playlist. Oh, good grief. It reminds me of being in grade eight and being really into Microsoft Internet Relay Chat and creating an Angel Fire website about the friends that I met on Microsoft Internet Relay Chat. It was super cool. (laughs) Sounds like it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Not a guilty pleasure, like you're embarrassed about. Like you are actively saying it was good, still is good. If it came on, I would fist pump right now. What else fits into that category? According to you. Blue. Oh. You are fist pumping right now. I am fist pumping. My husband and I listened to this on the way to PEI. I don't even know how many times in a row. And we fist pumped the whole way. Oh, good grief. Any others? Uh, tap thumping. Oh, no. This is such a good song. No, I wasted money buying this song. It's not good. Rachel from Chester disagrees with you. (laughs) Well, I disagree with you, Rachel. What else? Who? Somebody else texted us about. Oh, hot in here. Oh yeah. It's getting hot in here. So This is a big. What the, okay, are you putting this into the same category then? All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Yes, you are. Yes, of course I am. This is another banger from a different era. By the way, your playlist is the public skating playlist. We're <laughs> <laughs> all. Mine is not. But come on, when this starts. Get on the dance floor, let's go! banger it always will be a banger you know what i really didn't quite enjoy and we're gonna i mean we'll get to more of yours if you have a banger that always was a banger still is a banger we want to hear about it 902-425-1035 i really quite enjoy the silly funny country songs yeah obviously like this one too match made in heaven 
Went straight to hell, split up our possessions, put the house up for sale. Wait for it. It's coming. And I learned a lesson. It's still coming. I won't be forgetting <laughs> next, next time, time around. around. I'm gonna marry for money. <laughs> I'll be so damn rich it ain't funny. Great song. Yeah, that is a great song. <laughs> what other bangers do you have in your life that aren't? It's not, uh, again, not guilty pleasures, just you think they were good in the first place and they're still good and you're not embarrassed by them. Uh, pour some sugar on me, Def Leppard. Yes! Every time I hear it, I'm 18. Dancing on a table in a bar, which I didn't do, Mom. I didn't do. <laughs> thinking I was like Coyote Ugly and not an underage uh, girl using the fake ID from Sabrina Savoni. <laughs> I see you pour some sugar on me and raise you some foreigner. You're as cold as ice. Such a banger. You're willing to sacrifice our love. I feel like we are unfortunately promoting other stations. I don't know what you're talking They're about. They're nowhere near as interesting as us. Just and remember. I, I see our own foreigner and I raise us. Journey. Just a small town girl. Okay. Living in a lonely world. This was a banger until we watched Sopranos and now my husband cannot listen to this song. Well, way to ruin that. <laughs> say what happened <laughs> we've had some texts from your bangers it's before we go we're going to share a few more of yours vanessa do you have a banger not a guilty pleasure but a banger that was good and still is good so this one might be kind of uniquely nova scotian and maybe a little bit more specifically cape breton okay but if you're ever in a bar and mall river shuffle <gasps> comes on you'll know what i mean oh, you're all fired <laughs> up for the dance <laughs> yep you weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> and I wasn't expecting that when you you did it on one of our Hot and Harbor cruises last year. What's happening now? I've just wanted to do this my whole life. So if you're halfway through your bottle of Fireball, we want to get you all fired up for the if you know the right, I don't know what's happening. I have chills whenever this song. Yes, 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 yes. You have to get up. You have to jig. Here comes Mr. McDeal, the fine shape that he is in. There is no telling which way he'll feel after his twister around the bend. Raising the jar and raising hell. There's plenty of stories that they will tell. Some the born of Hill and some the purely fiction. Everybody's in the car right now. Their knee is going. I've just. I've, I'm not against it. I'm just saying Vanessa was right. It is very local. Yes. <laughs> this one we did think was dumb originally, and this is from a person who we thought had excellent taste. We've all seen the renovation pictures of the 200-something-year-old uh, farmhouse from Jake. Okay. Who said Mambo number five? <laughs> what's, what's wrong? Oh, I hate you. What are you talking about? You are, you know... One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the have we, so have we found five. Melody's limits? <laughs> Melody does not like Mambo number five. <laughs> we all thought the limit did not exist, but in fact it does, and this is it. Mambo's one through four, no problem. <laughs> but Mambo number five, no. <laughs> <laughs>
Just text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.